Hello, and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy, and welcome indeed to the Tuesday edition of the show where comics solve problems. We pretty much laid it all out in the title of the show, um, where we, as two comics who are underemployed, I think that's a fair way to say it, Steve? That's a nice way of doing it, yeah, because it's not like we yeah. don't have gigs, but we don't have yeah. many gigs. <laughs> we don't have many gigs. I mean, to be honest, I always felt a little bit underemployed, but that's a different issue mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the current state of the pandemic or other issues. Um, but basically, where it's we as two comics uh, are presented with the world's problems, which we'll go through a few today and try and solve. And if you want to send us problems during the show, we will try and solve, and we will fail at solving those problems because we are mm. comics. But hopefully we will um, not solve them in a humorous way. That's what the reviewers have said. Yeah. That's it's been reviewed by by some more prestigious journalists than others. But, uh, yeah, they've had a look, and they have judged us worthy. It's like so, the comedy version of failing up. We won't be solving problems, but hopefully <laughs> if you can enjoy it, yeah, we'll take a slice of that action. Take a slice of that. So, um, basically, yeah, um, this is the point where in the show, before we get stuck in, if you are watching us on Facebook, um, you can share the show so other people can watch it. If we're on YouTube, you can uh, like it, and uh, you can, like think, email it around. If you're on Twitter, you can retweet us. Um, if you're in our home, that's creepy. Mm. And uh, we need to watch out for that because COVID's back. Um, never went away. Uh, we'll talk about all that. But um, but yeah, and if during the show at any point you think, oh, if this was a live gig and I like these guys, I would buy them a drink. The links are below for that. And you can see that there. And that is very much appreciated um, as well. So um, I think I've remembered all the newsy things I need to say. Steve, you're going to kick us off with the first problem. Uh, did you mention share it? That's the other key thing. You say share that's it. You said share it. Did you say, did you say donate? You say a tweet? Yeah, channel. you did them all. Did them all. Okay. You weren't um, listening. You yeah. definitely listen. Well, I've got listen. buttons to press. It's it's all very confusing. Um, <laughs> look, right. when it comes to problems that we need to talk about, the big one that's in the news is we should be talking about Brexit. Um, no ah. deal can be a good outcome in CIS, in CIS PM. I can't do it, man. I can't. I can't do it again. No, because... Oh, Did we get this? Trying to write jokes about Brexit again would be like going back to an ex. Oh, <laughs> look, we had fun for a short time back then, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was a laugh for a while. But then things got nasty and stuff got said on social media and all very mean. And if anything, I've moved on. I've, <laughs> I've found someone new. You don't know her. She's called COVID. And I write I write jokes about her now, and it's just it's just a better thing for me. It's healthier. Imagine that. It's healthier writing jokes about COVID than Brexit, because for some reason during a pandemic you get less death threats than when you do that when you do it during some sort of referendum. Good God! But look, I, I feel we owe it to do some jokes about it. I guess. Okay. Whatever. Boris Johnson did. Uh, he said it was a, an oven-ready deal, and now he's saying no deal would be good. Okay. I mean, that's it's effectively like this. Oh, hiya. Yeah, and no, I just got in. Yeah. You've you put things on a plate for me that I can just put in the oven. Oh, thank you. That's really nice. Was that? It would be a good outcome if I didn't eat it. I'm sorry, I'm confused. You, 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 so the stuff you've put on a plate, yeah, it's oven ready. And you're saying it would be good if I went without food. What have you put on the plate? It's a plate full of shit, isn't it? <laughs> That's kind of Brexit. Um, 
Mm. Do you know what? Making me hungry. Yeah, let's let's not even go into the Brexit thing because all that's going to happen is people who agree already agree, people who disagree send death threats. I'm I'm over it. Let's let's talk about something that oddly shouldn't be happier but is happier. How do you solve the problem of coronavirus? Well, it turns out you have to get people being um, less relaxed about it. We're not taking it seriously enough. The public are too <laughs> relaxed about coronavirus. Oh, that's nice, yeah. isn't it? That's so much more fun than talking about uh, the EU. And I, I'm not sure if I agree about we're not taking it seriously enough. I overheard yeah. someone earlier on saying that um, something about they were going to go out and they were going to stay out carefully. And I thought that was quite nice. <laughs> um Week. Might have been that they were saying they're going to stay out of carefully. It's difficult to tell these days because we've got all these local lockdowns happening all over the place. Um, there's Northampton has been some of my favourite ones. Corby uh, and then Kettering. So risk of Kettering, it's on a, a list of ones to watch. And they said it was to do with the problem with a, a sandwich manufacturing factory. And I thought that's that's catering. <laughs> there's catering and catering. There's catering catering. And I looked into it, and apparently it's because um, you know, the high risk of how many infectious cases there are, and if it gets even higher, people might be forced to stay in their own bubbles or stay at home. And I thought, kettling. They're kettling, kettering, catering. <laughs> well, and I looked into it even further, and apparently it's because we don't have enough herd immunity. And I thought, herd? They're cattle kettling, kettering, catering. Did not expect that coming, but I know what I'm like. That's exactly what I would worry about. And I thought, Steve, you're doing it again. You are cattle kettling, kettering, catering, catastrophizing. And you, you knew I was going to say that. So um, that's the, the problem they've got. But are we not taking it seriously enough? And I think I know why we don't take coronavirus seriously enough. It's our fault, Eric. We've, we've made what? a problem worse. Yours and, yours and mine specifically? Yeah. What? This show. Because in the background of so many images, if they don't quite fit the scene, we have to have an image yeah. in the background, which is this one. We make uh. coronavirus look like testicles. <laughs> and look, it's little little balls, little we've got some fuzz on them. They got a few days see. a few days growth. Where you got that photo, Steve? <laughs> I'm not saying well <laughs> I needed some, some copyright free imagery and I've got a webcam. Um you want it. Yeah. yeah, look, little little COVID balls. Little COVID <laughs> testicle. And it's the same thing that happened with Ebola when we realised that looks like an old man's droopy schlong. So we didn't take it seriously. <laughs> and that's this kind of thing that impacts the way that diseases work. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we are, we're, we're trying to take it seriously. And I think, actually, we, doing this show, we are taking it seriously. Um, yes. It's, it's the young people that we have to watch out for because uh, Hancock says, don't kill granny, which actually is, is good advice. <laughs> it's good advice, that, in general, isn't it? Did you meet my great grandmother? Well, that's okay. But, she yeah. was a hard woman. <laughs> well, in that case, I wouldn't want to pick a fight. Um, yeah. And what I love about that is that he's blaming the young, and it's so good because the government says, "Eat out to help out. Get out there and eat." Do they yeah. have the eating thing where you take what is technically a foreign body and you put it inside yours? And yes, that is one of the ways to to catch a disease. But go out there and eat and save save this economy and eat and get back to work. I know you could work at home, but get back to work. So travel with people on a train and then go in a prayer and eat something. And that is one way to catch stuff. But make sure you're in work working that you could do from home and eating. And also send your kids to school. Put him back in school because you know kids are really good at not catching stuff from other kids and then yep. drive to work and then eat and the kids eat and then all that and all of a sudden all of these policies result in some sort of increase in the number of cases and the government says young people eh? Oh. 
<laughs> All of their hug, the, the middle class young people with their hugging. Oh, that's what's causing a problem. Oh God, yeah. But I'm glad um, that's over. I know you've you're responsible for two young people. Yep. Um, and you do have to admit, some young people are idiots. Um, what are you saying about my kids? I'm not They've saying for a long time. That seemed like a big jump from your that kids to like... idiots. <laughs> some I'm not saying your kids are idiots, but I'm saying yeah. some young kids are idiots. You stupid boys! This is the England footballers. They broke the COVID rules. Yeah. So they ha they they're no longer in the squad. You can't play. You can't break the COVID rules, and they did it just to spend time with these two um, models. And uh, you look at that and you think, what were you thinking, guys? Why why would you why would you miss out on the opportunity of playing a game for a bit to spend time with these women? The one on the left can't even dress herself. What's going on? These you don't have a clue, honestly. It's kids these days. I think they were trying to catch a virus, just a different kind. They were certainly putting some Yep, yep, I see that now. Um interesting dirty, dirty. Uh, so yeah, young Kid. young people are at fault apparently, in it. and now we're all going to get scared. We're going to get scared into it. They're making more rules about what you can and can't do, and there's one where apparently you, they're going to change the number of people you can have in a house. Okay. The government source said that the figure will be reduced from thirty. That is the bit that gets me because who can have thirty people in their house? <laughs> I don't have enough chairs, and if people were still willing to sit on the floor, who has that many cups? Oh yeah, the cups. That's true. But I mean, you do have two toilets at your flat, so yeah. you could. But I think legally, because toilets are a big thing in uh, when venues look at you know numbers of people they could have in. Steve, so I've got enough You're toilets. On your way. I can tell yeah. you, I I and I also have enough teaspoons because I went through a weird <laughs> phase of just buying extra teaspoons. But I have no other element of cutlery or crockery. Kettling, catering, catering, cuddling, crockery. Oh no, that was too much. That was a step beyond. Um, so look, yeah, it turns out we are we are all going to get it. How do we solve coronavirus? Apparently, by being more afraid. I don't know if that's going to cheer people up in the messages. Uh, Chris says, "Are they models?" Yeah. I think they were, weren't they? I mean, I only googled Modeled for them. Something. I googled those images a bit today. I do like that they're saying basically, yes, young people going out is causing more infections. Um, and so, but we do need to get to our jobs uh, and we need to go on the, you know, travel in and stuff like that to save Pret. But then at the same time, we have to cut down on the people that we know that we have around our house. And, but we should go spend more time with strangers. Yes, good idea. So don't stay with the people that you know who might have been healthy and been, you know, you know, isolating all this time, but get on the train, go into a public place and mix with the dirty people. I wonder what and happens. Unless, you know, if you're on a train and you recognize someone, because sometimes you see mm -hmm. the same people on the same train and you start to think, yeah. this is no longer a stranger. I better stay away from them. I might catch the pox. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because our kids are back in school, we're basically bubbling with about 1,500 other people. Ooh, how do you so... have enough mugs? <laughs> exactly. It's not even legal anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so that's the way it's going. You, you can comment on this as well if you have any thoughts on the fact that there are some local lockdowns being brought in, but there are so many of them being talked about. So we did the jokes mm. about the ones in... And actually, the sandwich shop wasn't in Kettering. It was elsewhere in Northamptonshire. But by God damn it, I enjoyed doing that wordplay. Um, and then there's... <laughs> what, was, what was the name of the story? What was the name of the town in Wales? Because anybody in America would not have understood. Oh, Carefully. You a joke about it. Yeah. yeah. What? Carefully. Just neat. Bless you. Yep. Bless you. So we're going to go out and stay out carefully i mean look, yeah i'm gonna be cautious steve there's a freaking pandemic on this no i'm saying you should be you should, you, you're not allowed in carefully I, 
I'd knock. <laughs> we should have done it like that, like an Abbott and Costello like sketch. Um, oh, yeah, yes. it's a town in Wales, and their names are um, are Welsh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't want to say anything else because that will get us in trouble. And they, so there are so many small lockdowns. Eventually, they're just. I mean, Boris promised at no point would there be a national, a second national lockdown. No, there mm. will just be like an infinitely detailed grid of local lockdowns that means there's yeah. like one small square acre of the Isle of Wight that you can actually move in. Um, yeah. He's got an oven ready lockdown. It's yeah, he's he's got he's got plans that guy, and he doesn't even he yeah. doesn't agree with them. Um, right, let's have a look. Some of the he other does. messages coming through. Uh, Tracy, Tracy, oh dear! You see, if you're going to send um, tongue twisters in the messages, <laughs> we we can't afford staff like some other shows, so we don't get to pre-read any of the messages, <laughs> sight reading stuff like that. Nope. Um, no. Are they the names of the Icelandic women? No. They can't be. Are you sure? Because I, I think it could be. Because like Magnus Magnuson. All right. Hmm. Well, maybe. I mean, there's only two hundred thousand uh, Icelandic people, or something like that. So we could ask around. I know one. They probably know the girls. Yeah, it is yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? How can you end up um, breaking COVID rules with someone from Iceland where there are so few of them? Almost, <laughs> you just—it's just technically bubbling. But no, I guess the yeah. numbers don't lie. And why would those lads spend time with those? It doesn't make any sense. And if they were lying, who cares? Yep. Uh, so you, wherever you're watching this, you should be able to send some messages coming through. Uh, keep the message boards going and the Twitter yep. addresses as well. Our sat yep. right there if you would like to partake. Yep. And don't forget, uh, we'll talk about subscribing and sharing word about the show as it ends uh, as we get to the end. Um, but I think it's my turn to talk about a problem, Steve. And this is a big one that you haven't had to face yet, but I've had to deal with a couple times. Is that when you're having children, how do you find out what their gender is going to be? And in America, okay. we have a way of doing that. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. Is it is yeah. it a penis? <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. no so anymore. old school. Um, this is the way you do it in America. You start a forest fire. <laughs> California wildfires. I think everybody in the world has seen this now. Gender reveal parties are blamed for the fire. Now. This is something I've already been aware of. The whole, did you heard about much about these gender reveal parties before this story oh, broke? Uh, only like a few a few stories recently, and it's never been done in a good light. No one seems yeah. to be saying nice things about them. It's not something that um, I when I left America twenty years ago, um, it wasn't a thing then. When I was born again, many many years ago, uh, we didn't have these. But basically, it's a party where you get the family together and you get like a container and then you look inside the container and it's either a pink thing in the container or a blue thing in the container um, because generally the parents who are doing this are not woke they don't put in purple uh, this is old school and they say what the gender is mm. right and didn't do that 20 years ago I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen yeah. um, except for my, my my sister had one for my nephew just about a month ago and it was it was beautiful I'm gonna love that little guy but I mean but, and I mean and at 20 years ago they didn't do this when I was born they didn't do this when I was born. The the gender reveal was when I came out of my mother's vagina. <laughs> and you often film these things and yep. put them online. Ooh. Not not recommend. Um, so there's lots of ways that they do it. It isn't all just about burning down half of California. Um, and you can go like you can see uh, one of the ways you can do it is uh, you can do a balloon right where you like pop the balloon or something like that and what's inside or maybe the color of the balloon. So remember pink for girls. Blue for boys. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Here's an example of a balloon gender reveal. <laughs> What's the red? 
<laughs> that is definitely a woke family. Um, I think it's like the Hindenburg way of doing it. Uh, just let it, just let it burn. Also, um, a bit so late because the kids stood right there. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, you know, you bring you bring the whole family. I mean, for my sisters, everybody was there, and it's COVID going on. So I think they were trying to get rid of some of the great grandparents. <laughs> chalk. So chalk is a way to find out where you have like sticks, like a like it's like a cannon stick where you pull the cord and chalk will spray out again, blue or pink or whatever. Um, here's an example of a, a chalk stick being exploded. Two, one. Congratulations, I, you're having an only child. Yep, that is exactly what's happening there. I think that's sorted. Clearly she did that on purpose. <laughs> it's a way it's the way we do vasectomies in America as well. Um, we know about the fire now we know about this famous firework that caused the fire. Um, now it's not the only time they've done fireworks. That's a common way of doing it. Here's a less here's another example. <laughs> Gender reveal parties in Basra. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm surprised there aren't some families that do it with like pink and blue bullets. <laughs> it's America after all. <laughs> it is America after all. But one of the most popular ways when you start uh, looking at these videos that people like to do it is with a cupcake. And so you bake in the cupcake you know, the cup, the pink or blue or whatever, and then you take a bite of the cupcake and then it's revealed. And it's actually kind of sweet. You often, like if the, if, if uh, like, you know, you've got sibling, older siblings, mm. they take a bite out of the cupcake and they find out what their little brother and sister is gonna be. It's really sweet. Here's an example of the cupcakes. You guys ready? Oh, 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 there we go. Let's see who finds out first. It's a girl. It's a girl? I don't know. I don't know why they had so many cupcakes. I don't know if they're having quintuplets. Uh, what was going on there? So it's really sweet because then this is captured for forever on video, where you know you find out what your little brother or sister is going to be, and then you know when they get older, they can look and find out what they thought the first time they heard about what you were going to be and everything else. And so it captures the reactions, like this 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 brother and sister here. Is it a girl? Keep eating. Keep eating. <laughs> what I like is the little girl is just keeping her head down. She's like, I'm just eating this cup. I'm getting this. Um, I mean, let's be honest. This was going to be the third child in the family. And Steve, I think we know the third child is never welcome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but we just turn up anyway. Yeah, is that? What, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. What what child were you? I was the uh, yeah the, the the finishing the hat trick. <laughs> you were there. Um, I mean, I mean, I feel bad for because I mean the third kid there. You've got the older brother crying about it. There's going to be complaints because the last kid. I mean, you're the one that never gets any pictures either. Mm. Nobody takes pictures of the last baby. I mean, the only picture we have of, of the youngest in my family. There's two pictures, I think, uh, and one of them is a mugshot. So. <laughs> pretty much it that happens but, um, to third kids a lot as well yeah <laughs> happens to third kids a lot so yeah i mean to be honest i, I shouldn't sh we shouldn't even have highlighted these gender reveal fails because they are funnier than anything we've ever written i mean this is the cat video extraordinaire yeah. there are hours of these online i spent about an hour and a half researching the show 
<laughs> I just was like, maybe I could have the balloons because there's balloons that don't, you know, explode properly. Dust goes in people's faces. The reaction of the, oh, it's just, and sometimes they get the colors wrong and then they go, it's a girl. And then you hear somebody in the background go, oh, shit. So <laughs> um, I shouldn't have shown you these. Yeah. Too hey, do you know what? You spent an hour and a half watching those. I spent an hour and a half researching stories about Icelandic people. It's just the way we spend stories? time, isn't it? pictures um the do you know what? it makes sense now because uh, some like um reinfuse says in the in on twitch that yellow is yellow something to do with gender fluidity um or it's just you know lubricant it's difficult to know it's just oil isn't it before it goes wrong um there's talk of the way that you dish out the colors about pink and blue and uh mark says although up until the late 19th century pink and blue were the other way around thanks qi yeah so it'd be like congratulations <laughs> you're having an elizabethan or something um you can tell a lot about the thing that you just revealed which actually reminds me of what happened earlier on it's a plate full of shit so you're telling me we're having a little nigel farage <laughs> emotional stuff um, it's uh, not good if you have a big sister uh, hand-me-down clothes that's what they're talking about this is the thing so as Eric pointed out I'm the third child and I had two older sisters and genuinely yep. had hand-me-down clothes so do you know what I'm I'm just a very with it kind of right on guy doesn't matter yep. what kind of clothing as long as I can fit in it it's all good for me I'm sure growing up uh, in the 70s and 80s wearing girls clothes was really well received because it was a really you know it was really well yeah well uh welcoming thing to do back in the day how much growing up in the 70s did you think i did <laughs> how old do you think i am <laughs> you had some life in the 70s didn't you? a little very small yeah i'm not sure how many clothes i was wearing All in right. the 70s most of my action was happening in the 80s Actually, All right, I, I forget old. i'm a little bit older than you yeah. so i remember the 70s good time good uh, time shag carpet shag carpet d you did what <laughs> the <laughs> No, I know it's childish, but you can't just leave that <laughs> hanging there. Different kind of carpet. I did that when I was older. The burns. Anyway. Um, Chris says, cracking method yet again, Steve. I gave it some acting. That was kitchen acting. Um, yep. Yeah, so I didn't have as much time to film today, but there we go. Um, so you can keep the messages coming through if you're enjoying the show. Uh, get yourself subscribed for future episodes on the Tuesday and Thursday at 9 o'clock. Get yourself subscribed on the YouTube. And if you're enjoying it so much that you'd think, if this was a, a show, we're on stage, you'd buy us a drink afterwards, chuck the money in the pot, and it's the yeah. only thing that keeps us afloat at the moment. There we go. Yeah. Um, cool. And just as a quick technical thing before we go on to, I think it's, uh, it's your problem now. Um, I think we're still streaming okay, but the picture of me looking at you has frozen. Oh, only um, for you though. So, but only for me. I think we're still too, we're we're still going. So I'm just going to ignore that fact and then uh, yeah, I'm you just carry on. You're you're looking resplendent on this end. I can tell you that okay. much. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Cool. Reinfuse says in. fine here as well, so that's good. We get some uh, we get some some live feedback on if the pictures are looking yeah. good. Uh, but just making sure. So there we go. Okay, I think we're fine. So nothing like a technical problem to be in a show where comics solve problems. Mm, fixed and they it. can't solve the technical ones. No, fixed it. Uh, and fixed also, it. as a side note, for some reason, I have no idea why, because this stream goes all over the place. The official YouTube channel, your YouTube, and on my YouTube, for some reason, I've actually managed to get it streaming twice. There are two live <laughs> streams on my YouTube now, and they're both this. I have no idea how I've done that. Just make sure you watch one, because that'll tick up our viewers. Yeah, watch both or get twice as many. Um, <laughs> Navman says, I don't know about uh, gender reveals. Uh, as the youngest of seven, we had a shepherd, not a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, yeah. though, on the seventh, Navman, if they did a gender reveal, how much everyone in the family would be like, don't care. 
Yeah. And that should be the response. A gender reveal party set fire and caused wildfires. Please, if you're thinking of having a gender reveal party, just realise no one cares what gender <laughs> child you've got. They're all hoping they're not going to have to hear about whichever it is too much. Just a text except, would do. Except for my, my nephew, okay. which we were all very excited about. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the next problem, that um, how you solve the problem of masks. Some people want to wear them, some people don't want to wear them. And um, comedian Mark Dolan cut up a mask live on his radio show and has gone kind of viral on this. Now, it's a difficult one for us. We both work with him. Yeah, like him. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, So do I agree with cutting him a mask on on air to make some sort of point? I guess not really. Um, yeah. I wear a mask. I don't mind wearing a mask. And to all of these people who say things like, oh, I'm not having the government control me. If you are that much of a lily-livered, weak piece of shit that wearing a mask <laughs> means you're controlled, then you've got bigger problems. Turns out I can wear a mask and exhibit free will at the same time. It's not that tricky if you just apply yourself. Um, we've <laughs> talked about this as well in the past. These people who say, I'm not wearing a muzzle, yeah, as if it's the cleverest observation they've ever done. And look, muzzles are different to masks. A muzzle is there to stop you biting. And if you were going to leave the house today and bite someone, put a goddamn (laughs) muzzle on. What is wrong with you people? Um, So look, on this, I don't see eye to eye with Mark. I know he's received quite a lot of uh, negative press, but then at the same time, Mm. the video had like over 1.5 million views and our videos tonight will get about 30. And I've had to achieve that by having two flipping streams on my YouTube. So we're not going to get the same figures. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's grateful for the amount of coverage he's got. Maybe he's hating all the haters. So what I thought I'd do is I'm all about bringing people together. Mm. And so what I've got here, and you know, I've been shopping around these um, these props for ages. I got yep. myself one of the blue masks. Okay. And a pair of scissors. And it's Steve. You're not gonna. It's time to go viral, my friends. All right, here we go. Because I'm not being told what to do when it comes to masks or, or muzzles. <laughs> Um, so I'm there. Yeah, yeah, take that big data or whatever the thing is. Get rid of that and there. Get rid of this. See it? That that's got a bit of wire in it. We're not going to cut through that bit. And get rid of this bit. And there. There you go. Bill Gates with your whatever you're doing. And then and here's my favourite bit. If you get them all together, and then cram them, you've got to make sure you cram them into the into the hand. And if you can, if you know the magic words, don't be a pillock on radio. There we go. And then. Oh my days! This is what Mark should have done all along. And then you can put it on, and everyone's happy. Magic! Magic! Wow. Pete Furman better watch out. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. And before anyone thinks, Steve, I can't believe you just wasted a mask for the to be doing this show. Don't worry, it was the mask that I used about seven episodes ago where I crammed it down my pants. So no one was going to put that on their face ever again. So you don't want to do one of those magic tricks where you eat something and then... I know where that mask had been. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, why do people have a problem with it? You know, we've not really checked. I'm presuming you're a mask wearer. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the muzzle thing, you know, preventing people from biting someone. I mean, that would be appropriate if you're Mike Tyson. Exactly. He should yeah. be wearing one, but I probably and he think was apparently not. on Joe Rogan yesterday or today saying he basically he when he hurts people, he has feelings about it. And Joe's like, oh, what do you feel bad about it? And Mike Tyson's like, no, it's orgasmic. Although he doesn't talk that deeply. It's orgasmic. Um, and I mean, you know, it's not I would say mask, fine. Muzzle, nah, ball gag. <laughs> Hit me up sometime. 
Um, <laughs> although a friend of mine once inadvertently somehow ball gags came up and she went, oh, those make you drool, which we immediately stopped the conversation because we we're like, how do you know that? <laughs> what? And, and it's definitely not the thing to wear during a pandemic because obviously the drool. Um, True. But this today was my first day going into zone one. I took a train, I took the tube, and uh, kind of off peak, so it wasn't very busy. And it was my first time experiencing, really outside of my own little bubble where I live in London, you know, mass people on public transport who was, you know, few people weren't wearing masks. Most of them were wearing masks, I will say that. However, I did observe that a number of people don't seem to understand which part of their body they breathe out of. Yes. So, seems to be some problems there mm. <laughs> where did you see them where were they wearing it i mean there was the chin there was the nose stuck out um i think there were some people who weren't wearing masks at all mm. or maybe you know what they weren't wearing any masks on their face those people who weren't wearing masks on the face i think they were wearing them on their asshole because yeah. that's what they are basically talking out of yeah maybe do you know what and that's the weird thing is that they probably would kind of fit it's weird isn't it especially you know the mask i don't have it with me in here but you know the mask i've got that doesn't go around the ears it goes around the yeah. I mean, that actually would go over the legs and be a serviceable gusset. Yes. It and would. In fact, that's what my, my other half keeps calling it. She says it looks like a gusset. And I said, it's a mask. She says, it's a gusset. And then I say, look, it's comfortable. It's breathable. And she says, yeah, like a gusset. So maybe she's right. <laughs> um, the You know, early doors, we spotted people wearing them around the, the chin. And yeah. on Twitter, I did, you know, I joked and thought it would be original saying wearing a mask on your chin is like wearing a condom on your balls. And then everyone does that joke. And I thought, oh, no, yeah. maybe I've just done a really predictable joke. Did we talk about this? How someone tweeted me saying that they actually just spent several minutes trying to find the source of the observation. The oldest Twitter that surfaces in search of the mask, chin, condoms, balls was my one. And they reckon I should wear it as a T-shirt. I did that joke first. Sell the T-shirt, Steve. Or sell the, better yet, sell the masks. Sell the condoms. <laughs> chin size condoms. No, ball size condoms. Even I'm getting confused. <laughs> Wearing a condom on your chin is like putting a mask on your balls. Quick, tweet it. No one else has done that one yet. You can get yourself a T-shirt. But just, yeah, wear a fucking mask. It's ridiculous. So I, I saw someone on the weekend, this really old guy walking past a pub, and he had the yeah. mask on. I can do, I can do the thing. He'd, it, was, it was a classic one of those. Oh, yeah. And um, we looked at him, and <laughs> to be fair, his nose was so big that we both said, <laughs> me and the other half, like, fair enough. You can't yeah. mask that beast. <laughs> they don't make them big enough. That's not going to be. In fact, that was one of my favorite trips to the pub recently. Because you've not okay. really gone out too much, have you? Nope. Um, we were sat outside this pub, and they'd put tables and chairs out there. So we sat there, having a pint, table and chair in the street. And then mm. the, the barman had to come out and say, we've just been told, regulations are, we can't have the tables, but you can still sit on the benches that are attached to the wall. So we ended up being closer, but it's weird. I mean, I can't see how sitting there is fine, but having a table to put your drink on, that's really where all the disease comes from. And he was coming out, moving the table. And this really expensive sports Mercedes car type thing uh, drove past. It was a really kind of strange gold, purpley, metallic color. And mm -hmm. the the barman said, oh, why would you do that to a car like that? And I said, um, yeah, it looks like one of those cheap bottles of Prosecco. And he laughed so much that he leant in and said, come and see me at the bar. I'm going to give you 25% off. That's how funny that joke was. It was worth 25% off. It wasn't worth a pint. Was, that joke wasn't worth a full drink. It was worth a voucher on, you know, certain goods. 
terms and conditions apply. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean, it's the best gig I've had for a long while. It's a paid gig, Steve. What are you talking about? You're a comedian. You made a joke. You're getting paid 25% discount. These are hard yeah. times. You're furloughed, essentially. I mean, to be, to be fair, he got one joke out of me and gave me more than some people will on this show. So, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's such a joke to say that somebody's going to say we haven't told a single joke on the show yet. But Damn it. I did. I repeated the one the other day about the car. <laughs> that's right. You showed the one that you tweeted a long time ago. Oh, um, true. Yeah. So masks. I'm hoping our audience, I mean, you know, if you're if you're watching us and you don't believe in the masks, um, you're watching the wrong show. No, yeah. uh, we're happy to have you here. I mean, but I mean, I totally understand if you can't wear a mask, fine. But you don't. In fact, I was going to say you don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be a dick about anything. So you see these videos of people walking up to people not wearing masks going, why aren't you wearing a mask? You don't have yeah. to be a dick about it. But also you don't have to be walking around. I'm not wearing a mask. You're you're all sheep as if sheep wear masks, whatever. Like no one needs to be that upset. Um, let's have a look. Some of the messages you can, coming. but you can if you see someone not wearing a mask, you can give them a stink eye, because you're probably yeah. wearing a mask, and that's all they can oh, see. That's fine. Yeah, stink eyes. Stink eyes should be brought back. Uh, Mark says I wear one for shopping, public transport, and anywhere that will be crowds uh, for walking and exercise. I carry one, but don't wear it. I yeah, I do when I go for a run. I've got a mask in the pocket, so when I go in the shop yeah. on the way back, I can put the mask on. Yeah, and you know my running's been going all right. I'm not necessarily been feeling the healthiest during this mm. whole lockdown thing, but I'm doing the carriage to 5k, and I'm very close to the 5k these days, and I'm enjoying getting out there and running. And then I put the mask on, and then I go in the local branch of co-op, and I sweat so much during a pandemic that people shit themselves <laughs> <laughs> every time. I've got a mask on. <sighs> yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, Reinfuse says a sheep will not wear a mask no matter how hard you try. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a backstory there. We're not sure about. Yeah. What about a ball gag? Um, and Reed Hughes also says the new barter system is four jokes per pint. That's the thing. Jokes have been devalued. Yeah. That's my problem. Um, you can keep the messages coming through. Uh, I, if you are messaging on on YouTube, it's very difficult because I've got no flipping idea which one you'd be messaging on. All right, and I can't see any on this side either. So, um, right. So. Uh, we got a couple of more coming through. Chris yep. says, another catchphrase is born, a serviceable gusset. <laughs> there we go. Speaking of gussets you'd like to service, have we done the Icelandic story? Okay, no mind. Stop talking about it. You're okay. gonna, no. um, right. Steve, we got a problem oh. in the world. Oh, no. How do you tell what's real anymore? Oof, it's deep. That's deep. Um, Michael Cohen, my favourite... Of my favorite of the former Trump employees who's been convicted of and done jail time. I've got a few. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, he's got a book coming out. I, I don't think it's actually been released, but it's coming out in the next week or so. There's been some little snippets coming out. We can see this is the headline talking about what's in the book, just as a tease. I mean, all these things um, seem pretty crazy. Michael Cohen says the book on Trump discusses the Russia collusion, golden showers, the famous, yeah. but at a Vegas sex club, not in Russia, and lying to Melania. That right there. Sounds like quite a bit in the book, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, but that's but that's not all that's in the book, Steve. No. So we're going to play a game that we like to play, especially when we talk about books about former Trump employees. What's in the book and that's real and what's not? Steve, yep. are you ready to play? Is it flipping quiz time? It's quiz time. It's quiz time. Right. Quiz time. Here's where I get to be a contestant. Right, Hello, can... Eric. It's nice to be here. I've had, I've had a fun day so far today, and it's really nice to be here on the quiz. Are you feeling good about this? You feel like you're going to win? I'm feeling really good. Actually, it's just nice to be here because normally I don't get out of the house a lot. So it's really nice to be on the quiz today. Being good. quizzing. 
wish you were wearing a mask. But anyway, <laughs> just cut it up. All right, true or false? So we've seen so the headline there of some of the things that Michael Cohen claims are true in uh, Trump's book. This is another one that's allegedly in there. Is it true or false that they went to another stripper, not the Vegas Golden Shower stripper, but they went to another stripper and the stripper came out, sang a, a version of something like God Bless America. And while they were singing God Bless America, they got a blowjob. True or false? I The way you've told that sounds like the stripper was singing whilst fellating and I... No, the singer was the singer was singing whilst yeah. getting fellated. Oh, so they were singing Even "God then. Save America" oh, and getting a little bit of. <laughs> Never unsee yeah. that. <laughs> I get to do some acting every now and then. Oh dear. Um, the let's have a look. True or false? Uh, in the message sections, people are guessing true and false for this. I reckon that is true. It is true, Steve. Um, yeah. And after it was, it was over, Donald Trump looked at Michael Cohen and said, "What a way to make a living!" <laughs> Which is he, did, he got the wrong lyrics. They're lyrics to Nine to Five, you idiot. <laughs> how can you get? I mean, how can you? How can I, you disrespect I mean, if only Donald. Trump had discovered that earlier. They say like Adolf Hitler, somebody complimented his painting. <laughs> if somebody just complimented Donald Trump's fellatiating skills. Anyway, true or false? Yeah, so even I'm not confused. Was Donald giving the blowjob to a singer? <laughs> no, because the singer wasn't Russian. Okay. <laughs> true or false, Steve? Yep. Talking about evangelicals who had just visited with him um, and done that thing where they, you know, put. They, you've seen the photos where the evangelicals are putting their hand on Trump to bless him and praise him. All right. Um, the evangelicals all left, and Trump looked at Michael Cohen and said, "Can you believe people believe that?" expletive wow okay i mean oh it's truth um these are the people that have supported trump they've stood by and they've helped him get elected they're there supporting him they've just been preying on him he likes to get praise but he's just dissed them to yeah. michael cohen and said can you believe people believe that expletive i imagine if you are one of those people who reckons you can rid people of evil spirits and you've tried on donald trump you should just go home and quit um, so um, re-enthused on the message says true, so true. True. Um, well, it's not technically true. It's false because he actually said, can you believe people believe that shit? Um, so he didn't say the word expletive. <laughs> Did he not? Donald Trump, Donald Trump swears because he's word. happy to swear like that. Um, and you know what? I kind of have to agree with Donald on this one. But uh, Evil spirits be gone. <laughs> be gone. Um, right. Cohen saw Trump come out of the shower Ooh. with his hair wet. He said the hair drapes below the shoulder to the right side and that Trump, when he's wet like that, it just hangs down straight and he looks down his back and he looks like a balding, strung out, old 1960s hippie. True or false? Why would you... I almost want to go false in it. Feel free to help in the messages. I almost want... I'm leaning towards false because if you knew that Donald Trump was in a shower and therefore one could imply naked would you look in that direction yeah that's would, very true unless you want to pick your own eyes out with a toothpick so i would say false it is false but not for the reasons you've said um it basically because when trump does a shower he only does golden showers which make your hair curl <laughs> oh well, that explains the color Ooh. <laughs> It's not It's not a natural color. You've got to really get a lot in there. Make sure that the people who are giving you the shower don't drink water beforehand. Um, <laughs> oh, it's all protein. Give them a Barocca. Really go for the tan. 
<laughs> um, right, we've got a couple left. Um, Cohen said working for Trump was like being in a cult. I mean, surely, True. yes. I mean, uh, surely no one doubts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. He said it's like a cult, but he's incorrect. It one is a cult. Out. Oh, okay. It's not like it is. Um, I think we're two left, uh, Steve. Um, Trump hired a fake Obama so he could do an apprentice style, you're fired to him. Oh, so that he could fire an Obama? Yep. So he brought him in just like on the TV show where he famously said, you know, looked at what you've done. I've had my thoughts. And you know what, Obama? You're fired. That's, that's surely no. Even even for him, that would be as that would be pointless. This time, Steve, we've even got the photographic evidence. Show it. Look at that. Doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be fair to Trump. He's probably like he's a black guy. They all look alike to him. <laughs> he didn't really need to even be close to looking like him. <laughs> Um, there, there's actually a video the video leaked online after the photo came out and you can go google it it's out there um, it was something they were thinking about using during the Republican convention in 2012 um, but it's only just come out oh now God, it's but almost it's just... worse that they didn't use it because if you'd have used it you'd been like eh, I see what you're trying but yeah. it just looks like you filmed it for your private collection I think that's kind of what was implied um, last one Steve mm -hmm. he also retained that same fake Obama to spank him. Oh God! Um, we know about the Stormy Daniels spanking with the Forbes magazine thing. Yeah, you like spanking. Um, there's a lot of pressure on this as well because Mark's just tallied up Steve three points, Chris three points, Mark three. Oh, um, this is it for the win? What was reenthused getting? I don't. Know, he did all right. Um, I'm going to say false. We've got the picture. Oh, no, we don't. We don't have the picture. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Although I did spend some time today on you porn just to see if there was one, but that was. If you would, because right, one of the things we do is mock up pictures for this show. <laughs> would you? And this, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer to this, but my natural inclination would have been if you mocked it up, run it through that filter like the Hope poster, you know, the <laughs> the gold, blue, and red filter. Yeah. That yeah. would have been the one to do, wouldn't it? That's true. When we do this, we'll do this again. Obama with Trump's face behind. Other shoulder, you can just see a, a copy of Forbes magazine or whatever it is being rolled up, and then you run it through the filter. Yeah, I think he probably used the Constitution. Oh, and it was more of a cram. Um, well, there you go. I think uh, so. Uh, Steve, you tied for Mark for first place. Well done. Well, here we go. Yeah. I'll send you a copy of that photo I made up earlier. Ooh, dearie me. I'll send you a copy of the photo that I've got on my laptop as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all know no. what. Um, well, thank you very much. So, look, let's see if we've got any more messages coming through. Uh, Full House, which is a little disturbing, reenthused. Yeah, the fact that you got that many questions right about Trump, you can ask yourself some questions. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I think lower of you now than I did when I found out that you put ball gags on sheep. And I'm not sure if we found that out as a fact, but I'm going <laughs> to remember it as one. Yeah. So, that's how it happens. There's, um, it, fa nowadays, facts can be whatever you decide they are. So, yeah. Fine. Alternative yeah. facts and all that. Um, I didn't get time to look at Twitter as well. Did you have Twitter open during... I, uh, did I have some tweets? Let's have a look, quick look here um, and see. Stephen Leatherdale says, I love a serviceable gussets uh, second... Oh, I loved serviceable gussets second album. Wow, that is hard to say. <laughs> Almost as hard to say as um, cattle kettling, kettering, catering, catastrophizing. Yeah. 
Um, let's have a look. And I think we're up to date with the messages. Yeah. Or we should, if we're wrapping up the show, we should say... We do. If you've enjoyed... And at some point, the live version of these shows might come back. We used to do this kind of stuff in Edinburgh, in Camden, in London. And yeah. at the end of the show, sometimes people come up and say, well, oh, it was great, well, you know, we'll buy you a drink. That's what we're after. If you could yes. chuck that kind of money in a pot for us, the link should be somewhere near the stream. If you can enjoy it, that would be very good, very good of you. And also, you can get yourself mm. subscribed. Please do subscribe to the channel. Um, tell your friends about it because we do. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show, uh, and we would love to have more people enjoy it. We like having you guys watch, and we're very, very, very glad that you're here. But, of course, please spread the word um, if you have any friends. This is yeah. basically your way to show that you do. I'm not sure that having friends is our target demo. If you know people who don't have friends, send them this way. Because watching two guys do jokes about what if, you know serviceable gussets and shecks dolls, and if you've only just joined, what we do, I, I can't even remember why shecks doll was a <laughs> was a thing. That was a long. We've done this a long time. I yeah. don't know. Feels like years. Um, uh, Mark yeah, Randall says, "Will you do this in Birmingham?" That's a truth. Should we do a tour at some point? Because Rain Fuse saying we should get merchandise happening. I mean, a yeah. branded serviceable gusset, for example. But um, yeah, I mean, sure. If you uh, if you hire us, we'll come. Like, yeah. <laughs> could you? I mean, it might Stay not be next year, but imagine like two years from now when we get to do the tour. Yeah. Touring this round. Come and solve a problem near you. And we'll be on stage, dressed like this, still wearing just uh, nothing on the lower half. <laughs> Except for a mask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> COVID <laughs> compliant. Um, yeah, brilliant. Well, yeah. sounds like we've got plans. There we go. And we are going to be back on Thursday at 9 o'clock uh, p.m. British summertime, uh, which we won't have to say for much longer because we're just going to be British time uh, pretty soon when the clocks change. And we'll still be here doing this because I would imagine the gigs are still going to be fun. Yeah. It's not just called um, British time. You get, you get, you know that, right? Uh, it's called British time. Oh dear! You're trying to blend in. You've still not lost the accent, which would have been wise given Brexit. But it's not just, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Richie uh, says, Steve, I'm already waiting at Eastbourne for it. We should, we, yeah, we'll take this tour. We'll do Eastbourne like a to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting down here. I know how you're talking to Eastbourne as well. Same way you're talking Birmingham. I'm here in Birmingham. Exactly. <laughs> Watching Peaky Blinders. The yeah, that's exactly Basin right. Basinstoke. Oh, hmm. well, we can we can take Steve in. Had, I didn't think you were allowed back in Basinstoke. No, hey, they're not going to know. Um, <laughs> down the A31, the thing about that center of culture uh, is refused. The, Steve will know the closest service stations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would approach from the M3. Um, oh God, stop, Fleet. Right. Fleet. If you're going to stop at Fleet, <laughs> there is no point remaining northbound. Go over the footbridge and enjoy all that southbound has to offer. That's a top tip. You can take that for free. Message me for service station advice separately. Um, yeah, I'm good to know. I'm there useful. There we go. I'm glad we ended on that in case somebody came late to the show. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah, I think we're out of time. We're out of yeah. whatever. And we'll see you uh, Thursday from 9. Thursday, 9 o'clock. See you there. Thanks for watching. Subscribe. Subscribe.